What's up, Vanished in the Valley listeners? This is Athena, your host, and I have got a guest that we haven't heard from since, like, the beginning of Vanished in the Valley. I think it was, like, probably episode two or three, but today we've got Kay back with us. Hi. She's here, and I'm about to tell you guys a fucked up story. It's not exactly a vanishing. It started out as a vanishing, but unfortunately, we found his body. And who I'm talking about is 21-year-old Enrique Roman Martinez. And this guy's a soldier. He is a paratrooper. He was a paratrooper. And he's from California, but he was stationed in North Carolina at Fort Bragg. So I'm just going to tell you this story. And, I mean, it doesn't get too graphic, not like some of my other stuff. So everybody should be fine. So, you ready for this fucked up shit? Tell me the story. Okay. So, this is actually, it happened a few months ago, and I just started hearing about it. So, um, it was like May 22nd, right after, like, the corona shit was getting lifted. So, him and seven other soldiers decide to go to this little, like, camp spot. It's on the beach in North Carolina. Actually, it's an island. It's called Lookout Cove. And it's like this little bunch of little islands there. So, these eight soldiers take two cars, hop in a ferry, get to this island, and somehow from fucking arriving there on the 22nd, this guy goes missing, gets fucking dismembered, and washes up on a beach. How big is this island? It's not even that big. It's like, if you guys like look at it on a map, I've looked at it, it's not huge islands. It's, uh, I don't it's uninhabited. So, I don't even know how many square miles it is, but it's definitely not so, big. So, like, it would be hard to go missing? Yes. Like, you find somebody easily if they were... Exactly. And even the rangers said the exact same thing. It's, like, super hard to go missing on this island. It's like a fucking island. There's not, like, forests everywhere, not trees everywhere. There is a little, like, wooded section, but it's not anything that you should be able to go fucking missing in. But... It's hella shady. Like, the people that he were with, like, I don't know if they're responsible for it or what, but I'll kind of give you their account, and a lot of it is coming from a 911 call, and the rest is coming from Army CID, which, by the way, listeners, especially you guys in North Carolina, there's a $25,000 reward for information leading to, I don't know, I guess an arrest or information on how this guy got dismembered and thrown in the ocean. So, 25,000 reasons for somebody to come forward, tell me, maybe call 911, call Fort Bragg. What's CID? It's like the Army's, like, version of the police. Like internal investigation? Yeah, criminal okay. Investig- investigation division. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, basically... I'm not up with the lingo. I know, right? <laughs> the only reason I am is because I've been... I covered the Vanessa Guillain case, and I had to, like, look up all these, like, Army terms or whatever... And speaking of Vanessa Guillon, I just read somewhere, I think today, they were saying something like seven soldiers have died in the last year at Fort Hood, and I know of two that weren't on the list, so that's like nine, and there's got to be other ones. So what the fuck, Fort Hood? What's going on? Get your shit together. <laughs> How many times do I have to say this? Just <laughs> fired. Exactly. Dude, it's so fucked up there. Okay, so, so Enrique. This guy, okay, so this guy goes camping on an island. Mm-hmm. It's, in the, it's an island in the ocean. Yeah, it's basically in the Atlantic, and it's 11 miles to shore from, like, North Carolina proper. So it's, like, 11 miles out into the ocean. And it's kind of like, if you look up on a map, it's kind of like point, kind of like a triangle or, like, a bone arrow. Not bone arrow. What is this? Boomerang. It kind of like is shaped like a boomerang. And they're at the southernmost 
point where they're camping. And it's like there's other campers, there's like sand dunes, the rangers are there, and they're at mile marker 46. So keep that in mind because mile marker 46 comes back into play a little bit later. But apparently they get there, they set up camp or whatever, they're sleeping in tents. And I guess it's super windy because around midnight, Enrique's tent gets like picked up by a gust of wind and nearly blown away. So like the other guys in hand, they get his tent situated, stake it into the ground, and decide they're going to go to sleep. But one person sees Enrique, who's fucking blind as a bat, mind you. Like he wears thick-ass prescription glasses and cannot see. This one person sees him walk from his tent with no shoes, no glasses, no flashlight, no headlamp, nothing. He walks with shorts on into the night. And nobody thinks that's fucking weird. So they just go to sleep and... Maybe they thought he was just going to, like, pee or something. Maybe. I mean, sure, but just wait. <laughs> maybe they thought that. So they all start waking up the next day. It's, like, around 8 or 9, and... I don't know, at some point they did realize that he never came back that night, so they start, like, casually looking for him, and they're in the car looking around, and they go back to the campsite, because they haven't found him around the island, and around any time, I think it's between, like, 12 and 2, the rangers pull up, and they actually ask them to move their cars, because the way the cars were positioned, it was too close to the sand dunes. Apparently could fuck it up or something. I don't know. But... They don't report their friend missing right there. They wait until 7.30 that night. So what is that, like fucking 12 hours? That's more than 12 hours after missing. That's like 16, 17 hours since the last time they see him to call 911. And the, the 911 call, I just kind of like get the impression the guy's lying. Like, it just sounds like loaded with fucking fake information. Like, he calls, he gets a 911 operator online, and... He's like, last night, my friend went missing. We all went to bed at 12.03, and he left the camp. Yeah, 12.03. Like, who the fuck says we went to bed at 12.03? Yeah, I You're out in the wilderness <laughs> camping. Right, exactly. Like, it's a little too specific. <laughs> exactly. Huh. Yeah, so I thought that was super weird right there. And he says that he, he describes to the 911 operator that He's not that Enrique is not diagnosed as suicidal, but he had been talking about hurting himself. And right there, like, even the sister, this is like a quote from the sister. Their sister's like, if you know your friend's suicidal, why are you going to let him walk away from campsite at midnight with no glasses, no flashlight, or anything, and then not wonder where the fuck he is the next morning and freak out when you realize he's not there? Like, the family's pissed. They've flown in from California. They've gone to the island. And even they're like, how does somebody get lost on this island? It's not big enough. And apparently Fort Bragg isn't, like, telling them much, of course. Just like the Vanessa case, they weren't helping the family out. It's kind of like a replay with this. And they don't know the names of any of the soldiers he was camping with. They haven't been allowed to talk to any of them. And they feel like the Army's covering something up. But back to the 911 call, because it's, it's fucking ridiculous. So he doesn't mention at any point that, you know, he had seen rangers earlier in the day. What he says is they had searched for a ranger station or rangers, and they ended up getting to the ferry building, and the ferry people told them to call 911, which he had been doing right then. So it doesn't even come out until a few days later that rangers had made contact with them around 1230 to 230 to ask them to move the cars. So it's like right there, why didn't they report their buddy missing? 
So there's and just, report that they talked to the rangers. Exactly, right? So that hella seemed weird to me. I'm glad that seemed weird to you, too. So there's just, like, there's... I'll put the 911 call up for you guys. Just go to, like, the Facebook or the Instagram, and I'll put a link so you can hear it. It's just suspicious as fuck, and I don't buy it. But, I mean, it's like, what the fuck? How did that escalate with a camping trip with friends to fucking getting killed and dismembered? Like, what went wrong there? Or did some weirdo serial killer, like, find him when he walked away? walked away from the tent without his glasses or flashlight. So there's other other people camping on this island? Yeah, it's not just them, because witnesses... Actually, I'm glad you said that. I was fucking around on the Lookout National Park Facebook page, and there's a witness there that states he saw somebody that totally matches Enrique's description hanging off the side of a Jeep while they were flying down the beach. So, one guy on the passenger side, one guy on the driver's side, somebody driving, and somebody on the passenger side being, uh, like, closely followed by a blue truck, which those were their cars. So, this witness says he saw him alive. It was the next day. I think he said in the afternoon. So, if somebody can place him alive the next day, they're obviously lying because they're saying the last time they saw him was midnight the night before. So, but this is just one person, and I get, okay, witness, eyewitnesses suck. It's, like, the worst thing to ever go on. <laughs> you know how many people are in death row because of fucked up eyewitness identification? But, like, the rangers and stuff would have obviously, like, interviewed every person on the island, right? Well, I mean, what happened is because when he reported it at 7.30 at night, a storm was coming in. So... I guess, it actually hampered their search and rescue uh, efforts. They weren't able to get a helicopter out or anything in the ocean, I think until the next day. And the dogs weren't even able to get a scent because the winds were so bad. So they're, uh, I, they didn't say really much about interviewing other campers that were there. And he was missing for a week before his body washed up. Dismembered. And nobody knew it was a homicide until they got that body out of the ocean. They had to um, identify him by dental records, but apparently... By the way that, uh, I guess, well, it said partial remains and dismembered. So what it makes me think is like, I don't know, maybe a limbless torso with the head washed up. But not all of his body. The family did not get all of his body back. And this is like out in the ocean. So it's not like it's like a river. No, the like, Atlantic proper. like, And yeah. it washed up on the island? It's like a sister island, like an adjoining island that's really like right next to it. Apparently another body had washed up. I guess it's a common place for bodies to wash up due to the current. <laughs> a common yeah. place for bodies to wash yeah, up. Yeah, right? Exactly. Fucking great. <laughs> and this guy didn't know how to swim, so it's not like he's out at midnight. Wait, wait, wait. He's going a soldier for swim. and a paratrooper, but he can't swim? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't they, like, maybe... He's five foot four. I was super shocked at the, like, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter, but five foot four and you're a fucking paratrooper. But he's, he... he never saw combat. He was assigned to, like, I guess, uh... He's what, I'm not trying to talk shit, but he's what they call a pogue. People are the... I heard that word recently, and I was wondering what that means. Yeah, it's just basically anybody that isn't combat. So, some people try to use it as a derogatory term, but I don't know. It just basically means you don't go out on the front lines. But apparently he's super smart, and they utilized him in other aspects, but he was a badass. Everyone has, like, described him as a solid paratrooper, a good soldier. Like, I guess his company's chaplain really liked the guy. He said that he had him over for dinner. He had him on camping trips with his family. So that leads me to believe he's definitely been camping before. He would fucking know not to leave camp at midnight without some sort of a flashlight in your glasses. That just seems really weird. Any camper knows you're not going to go out at night without a flashlight. 
It's fucking pitch black. So. Unless he was just going off to take a leak real quick and somebody snatched him. But why would they? Right? I mean, I guess it's technically possible that there's so, a fucking deranged, dismembering serial killer on the island. But fuck, man. So, like, are there any leads? Are they thinking that, like, these this soldiers did something to him? Well, the family thinks that. The family is reporting that there's inconsistencies in the story. Like, the sister says absolutely 100% no, he would never leave, go anywhere without his glasses. Like, he can't see. So, especially at night with no glasses, she yeah. thinks they know more than what they're saying. And the overly help, overly descriptive... Yeah. he's suicidal. Own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He happens to be suicidal when you left at 12.03 and right. 46 seconds. Yeah. I just, like, when I personally listened to the 911 call, I totally got the vibe the guy was lying. He well, sounded like, super nervous and, like, When yeah. people are full of shit... They give too many details. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the vibe exactly I got. Like, just fucking diary of the mouth. Just, like, wouldn't shut up, basically. And conveniently, like... Like, work that you rehearsed your story. Exactly. Yes. It sounded super rehearsed. Like, he knows this guy's fucking height. He knows his birthday. And, like, he kept fucking his name up. He, like, said three different names at first. First, he called him Roman Martinez... Then he called him, like, Enrique Martinez. It, he messed his name up multiple times. I'm like, how do you not know your homeboy's name? I'm like, what? But you know his height and his weight and his, like, hair color. So, I don't know if that's exactly what the family is talking about when they say inconsistencies. But the army won't give him access, like, direct access to these seven soldiers. It's like six guys and a chick, apparently, that they went camping with. But what I was thinking, because there's this supposed sighting of him next day... Say, like, they're fucking drunk idiots. Young soldiers. Like, a lot of them were. Like, my brother used to go get drunk all the time when he was that age in the army. Say they're out drunk driving. This guy's, like, holding on to the... What do you call it? Like, the step panels. Like, you know when you step into a car? Floorboards? Uh, something like whatever. Yeah. Whatever those know. things are called that you step on before you step into a tall-ass car. Say, like, he's riding on that side... And he falls off, and the truck is following so close behind that they can't stop. They run him over and kill him. They panic because they're all drunk and decide to get rid of the body. Because I think they would be charged for drunk driving, vehicular manslaughter, your career in the army would be over, all that kind of shit. But that's going to mean that seven people have to keep this fucking secret, keep their stories together. And they did a shit job of, like... Getting, getting rid of the body. Yeah, exactly. It washed back up. I mean, maybe they thought the sharks would get him because the area is infested with sharks, like bullhead sharks, great white sharks. Ah, for murder, though, you, I wouldn't. I bet, know, right? I wouldn't bet my life that Thank the sharks you. are going to take care of it. So seriously, and that means like, does does that mean they're saying he got missing the night before? Does that mean they killed him the night before? And so they have all day up until seven thirty to come up with a story, get rid of the body. Because they didn't say anything to the rangers that came by around 2.30 or whatever. So that's super suspicious. 2.30 p.m.? Yeah. So he'd been gone Like 14, 14 hours. hours. Yeah, allegedly. exactly. And he told 911 operator that they had searching for him all morning, all afternoon, and night. And the rangers roll up and you've been searching for your boy exactly. all day and you don't mention that? What? Can, I can't even think of a reasonable why reason. Why wouldn't you say something? Like, okay, it might be believable if you didn't go to the ranger station to tell them yet. But they came to you. Exactly. And you didn't mention it? Super. I it call make sense. bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And let me remind everybody, $25,000 reward. I, I got a bunch of listeners over in North Carolina, so you guys, if you know anything, 
contact the Army CID at Fort Bragg, or you can email me at vanishedinthevalley at gmail.com, or go check out the Instagram or the Facebook. Just type in Vanished in the Valley. You can get a hold of me there. I will fucking call them for you and tell them whatever it is you need them to know to catch the motherfuckers that did this. Because how many times do our soldiers need to be killed either by other soldiers or whoever, and they're just getting away with it. And if you look at the numbers, it's fucking high. Like, what's going on with our army that they keep getting soldiers that are such scumbags? God, can we get a better screening process? Fuck. Something's not working, but I don't know, and everyone's You're saying to that... Like brothers, aren't you? Right? Like, exactly. Like brothers put your wife on the line with, for your, you know... Shit, obviously not. I mean, they're fucking raping and just abusing each other, like, ridiculously high rates, and the rape isn't just the female soldiers. Male soldiers are have a high chance of getting raped in the military. And Shut nothing the is done. front door. Oh, yeah. my God. And yeah. if Vanessa's parents, Vanessa Guillon's parents, if they get their bill passed, the way it's going to happen in the future is any sexual assault or sexual harassment is going to be sent to a third party outside of the military. So it's not going through the chain of command anymore. So that way it's going to actually be an unbiased investigation. Because for too long... The army has just swept sexual assault under the carpet and almost punished the fucking victim and let these perpetrators get away with it. So something's got to change, guys. And it's like, it's not just Fort Hood. This is fucking across the country in North Carolina at Fort Bragg. So it sounds like it's like a nationwide problem within the military. And I don't know if it's outside the army. I haven't even looked into the Marines or the Navy or the Air Force yet, so I'm fucking scared to. <laughs> Maybe I should, but... Oh, and by the way, thanks, Night Dude. He actually is the one that forwarded me this story, and when I saw it, I was like, there's some bullshit going on. So, I don't know. There's really not much more information to go on um, other than that CID says they are investigating, and they are being super tight-lipped about it. They're not saying anything, which they didn't do in the Vanessa case either. When they do that, though, it makes the family feel like they're being ignored. And they need to have better liaison between well, the family and them. Makes it sound like shady, right? Like exactly. You're, you're covering up stuff. Exactly. You yeah. Like you're you and know like you more than you're letting on. Yeah, seriously. And I don't whatever the truth is, it's going to make your operation look really bad, right? And then make the whole command look bad. And I don't know. Apparently, like I was saying earlier. Everybody said this guy was amazing and a great paratrooper, just a great soldier. It's like, what the fuck could he have done to piss off these people that he was camping with so bad that they killed him and dismember him? That's why I pray to God it was some fucking lunatic, I don't know, serial killer that happened to be upon him. Because he was a pretty small guy. Like, super small. So he would probably be easy, not easy, but, you know, easier than a bigger guy to be taken. So, but what are the what are the chances that a fucking dismembering serial killer is running loose on this fucking beach? Just happens to be on this island. Yeah, and hurt anybody else or exactly be spotted. And there's no like no other reports of people missing from this campsite like this case. So that's why I just keep and I keep coming back to the nine one one call that the guy sounds super guilty on. So I don't. I really hope that the army does a good investigation. They're not. And even if they do, we're not going to find out about it. Right? Because it looks bad. They don't want the bad press. So there's six people, though, that know something. Seven. And they're letting on set. Well, I thought you said it was him and seven people. Exactly. So seven of them. Something's... That's a lot of people to keep one fucked up story straight. Yeah, yeah. 
it's gonna, you know. Yeah, if they did something, you would think because there's so many people that some fucked up shit's gonna come so out eventually. Can, like, can they only be interviewed by the army? Like, can, like, the feds or... Well, I think the sheriffs, because the sheriffs might have some, like... Jurisdiction. Yeah, exactly. I don't know about the National Rangers. I don't exactly know what their police powers are. I know they can't arrest you and shoot your ass if they fucking have to, but I'm not sure about that. I know the sheriff... Like, they had hella people involved in the actual search. They had the local county sheriffs. They had um, the North Carolina Marine Rescue. They had the Coast Guard involved and the Rangers. And they called in the army. Like, a bunch of guys from his battalion actually came in and started scouring the island. And it's just, it's not that big of an island, and you don't get lost on it. So, I mean, obviously, from the time he went missing, he was taken and killed pretty quickly. And then disposed of, and I guess, apparently, these currents brought him to this other island. So, So, how long from when he went missing till he washed up? It was, like, six days. And so this was all in Mar- in May? Yeah, it was like the end of May, um, so it's like May 22nd. So it's like missing. two months ago. Yeah, pretty much. And in two months, they haven't released any leads or nope. arrests or nothing. people of interest. Like, nothing. they got nothing. <laughs> nothing. They haven't had a person of interest, not a suspect. They are super tight-lipped about it, not saying shit. So, and that's why the family's like, they don't know what's going on. They know just as much as we know. So, and it's like... That's heartbreaking. Dude, right? And he was about to be discharged in a couple of months. He served four years, and he... I guess he had some medical problems, so he decided to leave the Army. He was going to use his GI Bill to do something with pharmacology and move in with his sister. And his sister had talked to him two nights before he went camping. And as soon as she heard the part without, you know, him leaving without his glasses, she's like, No. Some foul play happened. And, like, what did they say about him being suicidal? She's like, no, there was, he was super happy. No one has ever described him as suicidal until this guy on the phone. And it's just like, why are you telling the 911 operator that he's never been diagnosed as suicidal, but he will, he talks about hurting himself. She's like, really? That's that, Mm. I feel guilty, so I'm going to provide more details kind of shit. Or, I'm going to plant this seed now, so. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, that's some bullshit. But were these, okay, so the soldiers, were they, like, his friends? Apparently. Or were they just, like, some other guys in his unit or whatever? I don't even think that they were from his unit. So that's why I'm feeling they're more friends. Because if they were from his unit, then I can be like, okay, yeah, I know you because we work together, so let's go camping. But this was kind of a mix. There was a chick there, there was one chick, and it was, like, um, I guess six guys and then him. So it sounds like it was a mix of units, like, between units, mix of people, male and female, and ages, but they're not releasing any of the names, the army won't release any of the names of them. Were they all in the army? Yeah, all of them are in the army, no civilians on this little trip, and like I said, there was the witness that supposedly saw him the next day riding on the floorboards, god, why can't I remember what those things are called? Who cares? I know, whatever, riding on those (laughs) things where you step into a tall car. And I can totally see a drunk-ass motherfucker falling off and getting run over. I can totally see that happening. But it's I, I, I just think it would be so hard for seven people to keep a lie in the same story. Well, and it's fucked up when if you kill your friend on right. accident and you not only cover it up, you fucking dismember him? Thank you. Like And toss him in the ocean? And they have to identify like, like dental records. Like, to me, it would seem like that's premeditated like 
right? You killed somebody and you dismembered them. That was if some you of just the theories accidentally I read. ran over your friend, like, oh shit, we fucked up. Yeah. It takes a whole other level of evil to straight up psychopath level. Yeah, to like go and dismember them and toss them in yeah. the ocean. And now that you mention that, I had read some like theories where people said like maybe this was a problem that had started before the even the camping trip, and certain people had decided like reading the this guy, you know, say, like, he was messing around with one of their girlfriends, or something that caused people to go crazy. Somebody exactly. So it was a premeditated kill. And it's like, you know when you dismember somebody? It's fucking bloody. Where did all the blood go? Did they dismember what them they in the ocean? With? Right? Exactly. It's, it's not easy to dismember a person unless you know where to, you know, cut in the joints. Right. And not many people know that kind of shit off the top of their head. Unless you're a weirdo like me, or, like, you know, a true crime junkie. But your average person's not going to know where to cut to easily dismember a body. But regardless, it's going to be bloody. Where'd the blood go? That's a hell of a lot of blood. Where are the rest of the body parts? Only partial remains have washed up. The family hasn't even gotten back a full body. Fucked up. You think they're going to wash up even? Oh, it's been two months. Right? I know. The the sharks could have eaten it. Who knows at this point? But, like, Uh, why dismember him? You left the teeth in so they can, you know, use the dental records. What was the point of doing that? Like, I can't even think of, like, a reason why. The whole thing is just, like, super crazy, and not many people know about it. Like, Vanessa's case, hell, hundreds of, the whole country knows about Vanessa, but nobody's talking about Enrique Ramon Martinez. So, I don't know, I just think if we get more attention focused on it, it might put pressure on Fort Bragg to fucking why come out. Why do you Vanessa's case blew up? It went national. God, I don't know, because, like, when I was first looking into it, people were talking about it, but not a lot, and I think maybe just the details of her being murdered, bludgeoned in her own, on base, in the armory, was just so fucking next-level crazy that it just started attracting attention and attention, and fucking Nancy Grace, you know, with her diamonds, she came along, and hella people, she has lots of fans with her true crime thing, but... Her family, just, her mom, too, the when her mom would get on the news, like, it would fucking break her heart to see this woman on the news. And I think a lot of people just identified with, like, the way her mom was in so much pain. And it blew up, and I'm glad it did, because they're going to change laws. Like, Trump met with her family. And oh, hopefully, I, I just really hope they get that bill signed. Because, why have we waited this long to even get something like this, since the Army has proven time after time that they're not handling sexual assault and sexual harassment cases. Or murder, apparently. Yeah, exactly. It's like, let's just cover it up so nobody knows about it. Exactly. You know, it's kind of like I've heard how cops are. Like, you take care of your own, you protect your own. What is that called? Like, a code of silence. Yes, yeah. Exactly. And they don't want the media, they don't want anything looking bad on their base. But it's like, well, you, you know, you got thousands of people there and humans do bad shit. So, obviously, shit like this is going to happen, but this yeah, is, if, like... if something bad happens on your base, you could actually look good by, like, solving it. Thank you, right? And bringing justice. Exactly. P- providing justice to the families and punishing the guilty, but it's, like, they don't see it like that. They just, like, don't... Just pretend it didn't happen. That seems to be their go-to answer for any crimes, but it's, like... More and more people that start pointing this shit out and talking about it, they're going to have a harder time sweeping it all under the rug. And, you know, like, poor Gregory, the one, I don't know if you, so, 
Gregory Wydell Morales went missing from Fort Hood like a year before Vanessa, and they found his remains like a week before Vanessa. Nobody had heard about him. I The only reason I heard about Gregory was because I was reading about Vanessa, and he was like this little blurb at the end. And nobody has been punished in Gregory's case. His fucking, he was dumped in a field like a piece of trash. The army treated their parent. He, they had him listed as a deserter. They weren't going to pay for his remains to be shipped back to his family. They, like, just under pressure recently switched it from deserter back to, you know, honorable fucking discharge. So that way the family's going to get paid. The military's going to give him a full military honor, I guess, burial. But they weren't going to do that until, like, the media found out and everybody started putting pressure on them. They're fucking shady. And they're doing fucked up shit to these people that sign up to basically give their lives, if needed, to quote-unquote defend our country, which, like, it wars a fucking racket. Don't even get me started. But it's like more people need to be outraged because their sons and daughters are getting fucking killed by other soldiers and no one's being held accountable. No, no justice is being provided to these people. And I think it's super fucked up. There's so many more cases like this that, like, if you really, if you look into it, like, it seems like this shit's happening every week in the Army. Way too often. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's disgusting. I can't even imagine how terrible these parents feel. But, I don't know, I guess this is still a developing case, so I'll definitely update you guys as, you know, information comes out. If they break one of the seven. Dude, right? <laughs> God. I, it doesn't, we don't even know if they've had polygraph tests. It's like nothing. No information has come out. So we're really just like grasping at straws and like trying to like fucking read Facebook comments because that's well, we where... we need to get like some real investigators. Exactly. And have a third party interview these people. And it's like... Talk to everybody who was on the island that night. Right. Like, That's, a real I don't think they did that. I don't think they interviewed, like, the other campers. Because, okay, it seems like whenever a missing person case comes up, nobody wants to fucking take it seriously. Nobody wants to, like... It's not that they don't want to, but a lot of police and sheriffs, they don't have the funding to, like, actually look into these missing person cases. What I always recommend to families of missing people is, if they can, they need to get a private investigator. But Jeez, how much does that cost? Hell of money. But then when you're dealing with an army base, you can't just like go into an army base and question soldiers. So it's totally different. So the whole private investigator thing, I should look up the prices because I actually have no idea how much that costs. But there's this girl that actually just went missing a couple of weeks ago. Her name is Ashley Sprang. And I'm going to do more about her later. I don't have a lot of info on her yet, but I'm going to put her picture up. Her mom thinks she's been sex trafficked. And it does look like that's what's going on. It looks like some guy is probably sex trafficking her up and down California. I told her mom, because she was having problems with the police. They, she, you know, this girl's been gone for like two months, and all of her social media went dark, her phone went dark, and the police weren't doing anything. They weren't looking at these hotels. They weren't doing shit. So I talked to her mom yesterday. I'm like, you really need to think about hiring a private detective, maybe do some crowdfunding thing to pay for it. Because that's get it to go viral. Exactly. Exactly. And nobody nobody's talking about her because I, I don't know what the reason why is. But this girl's beautiful. Um, she's a white girl. She's like five eight, maybe hundred and forty pounds, brown hair, blue eyes. And apparently she went missing out of uh, Reno, Nevada, which her mom said was hella weird. She'd never been to Reno before. And there's been sightings that she thinks are pretty credible in Sacramento at 
what was that hotel again that I told you earlier? La Quinta. <laughs> La Quinta. Fuck, I cannot ever say, okay. The La Quinta Hotel. So, if any of you listeners in California are by those hotels, look out for Ashley. I'm going to put her picture up on the Facebook and the Instagram. She's definitely endangered. There's been words like gorilla pimp thrown around in conjunction with this case. So, seriously, if you see her, call the police. Text, or not text me, I guess email me. (laughs) Please don't text me. But she's like, she's in danger. She needs to come home. She has a child that misses her, and she's just in a really bad position. So if you see her, please call the police. I'll give you guys more information on the next episode as more stuff develops. I'm kind of working on her case right now, so there's a lot more information coming up. As far as Enrique, he's like, like I was saying, he's just one of probably hundreds of soldiers that have fucking either died or gone missing from the army this year. Like, this fucking year. Last year was a whole nother hundred. So, somebody needs to fucking put pressure on the military in general to get their shit together and stop this, because it's not right. These people are dying in the United States by other soldiers or whatever the shit is happening. If you go on my, uh, the Instagram, I listed the seven soldiers and their causes of death, like, when they were found dead. And, like, one was killed at a strip club, one was found dead by a lake, and then there's the Vanessa case and Gregory's case. Wait, the one that got killed at a strip club, is that one unsolved? I think so, yeah. What? There's, like, cameras and people there. They're probably gonna, you know, in the Vanessa case, they said there was all the cameras malfunctioned or some bullshit. But okay. I know, right? It's like the armory, and you don't have fucking cameras, working cameras. Mm-mm. You have cameras everywhere. Exactly. It's fucking Outside, 2020. there's like a fucking yeah. cameras. It's like, I get it, not in the bathrooms, but I don't know. There's just so many things in Vanessa's case didn't make sense. Like, we were saying there was no credible evidence that she was being sexually harassed, and that she was killed in the armory, but nobody fucking saw blood everywhere from someone being bludgeoned with a hammer. No, I don't buy it. And they still haven't answered... Who called her into work that day? Because somebody in her chain of command had to have called her in. The errand guy was not in her chain of command, so he couldn't have done it. So there's so many questions still, and I oh, really he tipped him off. Yeah, they were coming for him, right? Exactly. Hella questions, and like, how was that fool? He was chubby and out of fucking shape. How did he run off this base? I'm sorry, it's a big ass base, and it's it's miles and miles. And like I kept saying, I kept getting tipped off about two different guys that were harassing her. One of them supposedly kept popping up on her running, like, she had these little jog things she would go on, like, miles jog. And I've seen Aaron Robinson's ass. He is out of shape. There is no way he was jogging and keeping up or popping up in these, like, remote spots. But the other guy these people pointed out was super fit. I could definitely see him popping up. But I can't say his name because I don't want to get sued and all that fun stuff. But, I don't know, guys. Like I said, the more stuff I found out, find out about this case, I will let you know. I'll update through the Instagram and stuff. And if you guys know anything, definitely let me know, and I'll update all the Vanish crew. But, I don't know. I got a lot of questions. Why are all these fucking soldiers dying like this? You know, it's not cool. My brother was a paratrooper, and it's just like, I would have been fucking furious if he got murdered by another American on American soil when he joined the military. It just, it would have been just, like, a next-level anger. Like, it's not okay. So but, like, that's what's stop. so heartbreaking is that, like, this family doesn't even get an answer. Exactly. They get nothing. Yeah, basically a fucking like, wall of science. Like, at least they have confirmation that he's actually dead. And yeah. And that he's not just missing. Like, like that's something. Oh, but, like, that would be so how wrong. awful to not know how your loved one yeah. 
or can't even hold anybody responsible. Seriously, no justice served. And you're just getting stonewalled. Mm Mm-hmm. Horrible. By his people who are supposed to be taking care of him. Exactly. And I feel like you watch these interviews with his mom and his sister, they're fucking heartbroken. These women deserve answers, he deserves justice, and somebody knows something. That's, you know, there's no way that... I just, I don't buy the fucking lone serial killer happened upon him at midnight on this fucking island. It's just so not likely. Sorry, Roy, like no, going no. back to the beginning. Do you think that him... So you think that him walking off is bullshit from the start? Exactly. I, that he never left camp yeah. without his glasses by himself at no 1203. Shoes. Yeah. No shoes, just shorts. And it's so... T- okay, they're saying he left in just shorts, but it's so windy that his tent nearly got blown away. You know how cold it's going to be, like, on the fucking beach? And yeah. <laughs> the wind is like that? And, like, well, they were at some point trying to imply that he went for a fucking midnight swim. Okay. Yeah, with the fucking... You know, the waves would be all kinds of crazy with wind like that. And you'd probably get, like, you know... Well, what kind s- of friends would just let him do that by himself without his glasses anyway? Exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah, that's a stupid story, and it doesn't make sense to me. You know what? have happened. I don't know. That's why, like, what is a logical explanation for someone... No, like, what if somebody did kill him? Mm-hmm. Like, one of his, you know, quote-unquote friends. Why? A lot of people, like, okay, I was... I was thinking that. The number one reason why people kill their friends or people they know is some fucked up love thing. Like a love triangle, something like that. And then money. And then drugs. And if he's a soldier, he gets random drug tests. I don't think it's a drug thing. I just don't see it that being the thing. Um, he looks super wholesome. He's like this little... Not chubby, but, you know, like, <laughs> a little round guy with glasses, and Five he doesn't look like a fucking or a drug dealer. But at the same time, does he look like he's, you know, tapping somebody's wife or girlfriend? God, I don't know. I mean, I know. he's cute. I mean. It just seems like in the military, you know, they have this code. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, maybe he, I don't know, like, I said, what I thought Hawker? was, like, he knew something that was harmful to somebody else, potentially. But, like, what? Stolen ah, merchandise? I don't know. Who knows? These people are doing... They're, if they're fucking capable of murder, they're capable of some other fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, capable of murder and dismember of their quote-unquote friend. Exactly. There, yeah, there's so, so many things. We could speculate, I guess, yeah, for hours Exactly. what he could have done, but... Like yeah. I said, it takes a whole other level of evil to, you know, kill somebody after you... Or dismember them after you maybe possibly accidentally killed them. Yeah, yeah. Let's say, like, you panic... How do you go from accidentally your friend panicking to fucking dismembering this guy and throwing him in the ocean? It's like, how the fuck did we get from point A to point fucking dismember? It yeah. just, it's so crazy. And why isn't any of the media talking about him? Like, you gotta be kind of, like, sociopathic to, like, Seriously. do that. Absolutely. Like, be able to, like, cut off some fucking emotion part in your brain that's telling you, this is wrong. You I should not be... I know this person, and I'm hacking yeah. them up. Exactly. Most people have an aversion to, like even, like, hurting other people, let alone chopping them the fuck up and throwing them in the ocean like they're fucking bait or garbage. Or, like, that just, yeah, that shows, yeah, sociopath. Yeah. That you literally do not care. Or you obviously think you're not gonna get caught. Exactly. And you don't care if this is gonna wash up, because they got, you know... Yeah, they, I mean... But but so far, they're right. They got nothing. Seven people, it just... Somebody will, whatever's done in the dark will come to the light. Unless, here's another idea. Say, like, all of these other people did go to bed, and one of them did wake up and, like, killed him then. But still, even that leaves, like, where's all the blood? Where did he kill him? Didn't he scream and nobody heard? Like, 
I don't know. I literally can't think of any logical explanation where the group could kill him and dismember him or even a part of the group without... I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. So many questions. I don't know. And I have no answers. The army has no answers. Good the story. Ver- right? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a whodunit. The fucking lone serial killer. The fucking friends. I, I don't know. So that's where we're at with this. Enrique Roman Martinez is murdered and we don't have any justice for him yet, guys. So if you guys know something, let's try to get justice for him. Everybody spread his story around because that's the only way this kind of shit gets solved is, you know, just us little people spreading on Instagram or Facebook and then somebody else spreading it. We just got to keep talking about him. Until we get answers and the family gets answers and justice. So. And some punk asses get to rot in prison. Right? Exactly. Let's get some military justice on that shit. Sure. God. But I think that's about it. So, in the meantime, be aware and don't forget your pepper spray. And don't walk into the woods without your glasses. (laughs) Or flashlight. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. (laughs)